Welcome to Creative Biolabs Science Channel. Creative Biolabs is a specialized contract research organization supporting mRNA studies with all-round solutions covering mRNA synthesis, modification, and mRNA therapeutics development. With an unwavering pursuit of innovation and lifelong learning, we keep on producing podcast series related to mRNA technology based on our knowledge and practical experience gained through years of exploration in this area. Subscribe to our channel and keep updated with our podcasts. Good evening, dear friends. Nice to have you here with us. Today, we again invited David to our program. You are all by now very familiar with David. So without further delay, we are going to start our program today. We will be talking about the past and presence of microRNA. As we all know, not all human genes can be expressed as proteins. Nearly 97% of the genome is non-coding DNA. Introns occupy most of the coding region of the gene. Recently, many introns encoding microRNAs have been found, and RNA-mediated gene silencing is responsible for RNA-mediated gene silencing through RNA interference-like pathways. So David, what can you tell us about microRNA? Thank you for your invitation. I'm very excited to be here. Speaking of microRNA, it is a class of non-coding single-stranded RNA molecules, with a length of about 22 nucleotides encoded by endogenous genes. MicroRNAs are involved in the regulation of post-transcriptional gene expression in animals and plants. The expression of a gene can be finely regulated by the combination of several microRNAs. It is speculated that microRNAs regulate one-third of human genes. Can you tell us more about the function of microRNA? Let's start from the beginning. First of all, scientists began to realize that these ubiquitous small molecules play a wide range of roles in eukaryotic gene expression regulation. Most of the hundreds of microRNAs that have been found in Escherichia coli, Drosophila, mice and human have the same characteristics as other molecules involved in regulating gene expression. The level of microRNA is significantly different in different tissues and different developmental stages. The microRNA expression pattern has the characteristics of the differentiation phase and timing. Results from a series of studies suggest that microRNAs may be involved in the regulation of gene expression. This has been a significant discovery. I think it was in the 1990s. This function was first discovered in the first confirmed online insect of microRNA molecules. Subsequently, the biogenesis, functional significance and target genes of many microRNAs have been reported. What did the scientists find out about the characteristics of microRNA molecules discovered in the early days? Most of these early microRNAs were located in the non-coding regions between genes and were transcribed by unknown promoters. These are intergenic microRNAs. By the way, all microRNAs studied at this stage were considered to be intergenic microRNAs. Some small non-coding RNAs from the introns of gene transcripts have been found. At the same time, some people have confirmed the biogenesis and gene silencing mechanism of these intron-derived microRNAs, which provides the first functional evidence for intron microRNA, a new microRNA category. Is microRNA also closely related to RNA interference? Functionally, yeah. Several intron microRNA molecules 
have been identified in Cenerobditis elegans, mouse, and human genomes. Some of their functions are related to RNA interference. MicroRNAs are small single-stranded regulatory RNAs that can interfere with intracellular messenger RNAs. They are completely or partially complementary and can be used to design new therapies for cancer polymorphisms and virus mutations. And before we get further ahead, I just want to clear out one very basic question. Can you briefly introduce how introns are produced? Sure. The transcription of DNA encoded by genomic proteins produces precursor messenger RNA, which consists of four main parts, five untranslated region, protein coding exon, non-coding intron, and three untranslated region. In other words, introns are included in the precursor messenger RNA. Generally, both 5 and 3 untranslated region can be seen as a kind of intron extension. However, their processing in messenger RNA translation is different from the introns located between two protein coding exons, which are called frame introns. Before our podcast, I was learning about all this, and one statement caught my attention which states that the number of nucleotides in the frame can be as long as several 10 kilobases and is considered as a huge genetic waste in gene transcripts. Do you agree with this? I think this statement is a misunderstanding. With the discovery of intron miRNA recently, this view has been changed. MicroRNA is usually about 18 to 27 oligonucleotides long, which can degrade the messenger RNA target directly in cell or inhibit the protein translation of its target messenger RNA, which depends on the complementarity between microRNA and its target. In this way, the structure and function of intron microRNA are similar to the previously described intergenic microRNA. But still, intron microRNAs are slightly different from intergenic microRNAs. Right, due to the requirements of biogenesis for type 2 polymerases and RNA splicing components. We know that RNA interference is a post-transcriptional gene silencing mechanism in eukaryotes, which can be triggered by small RNA molecules such as microRNAs and siRNAs. These small RNAs usually play the role of gene silencing, interfering with the expression of genes completely or partially complementary to small RNAs in cells. Is there any difference between different small RNA molecules? More specifically, between microRNAs and siRNAs in this case? Unlike the strict complementarity between siRNAs and their RNA targets, microRNAs are single-stranded and can pair with target RNAs that are partially complementary to microRNAs. Where do the naturally generated microRNAs and siRNAs come from? Many are derived from hairpin RNA precursors of almost all eukaryotes, including yeast, plant, nematode, fly, mouse, and human. They play a role in the defense of virus infection and regulation of gene expression during development. In contrast, natural siRNA is found in a large number of plants and lower animals, such as worms and flies, but rarely in mammals. Interesting. And since microRNAs are abundant in eukaryotes, they have been used to design new therapies against cancer and virus infection? Correct. In fact, the gene silencing mechanism involving microRNA has been considered as an intracellular defense system to eliminate unwanted transgenic and foreign RNA, such as viral infection and retrotransposon activity. 
Is the gene silencing mechanism related to microRNA similar to that related to siRNA? Almost. MicroRNAs recognize and bind to RNA-induced silencing complex to inhibit the transcription and translation of target messenger RNA. This method of base pair recognition makes the target genes of a given microRNA more extensive. As an important component of T-he-RNA-induced silencing complex, argonaut protein plays an important role in it. The target sequence recognized by microRNA has a direct dynamic effect on the degradation of its homologous target by a Go protein. Is microRNA affecting the target gene Meseger RNA, and if so, how? It mainly depends on the degree of complementarity with the target gene transcripts. One way is that microRNA and target genes are fully complementary and bind, and their functions are very similar to siRNA. And finally, target messenger RNA is cut. The other is that microRNA is not completely complementary to the target gene when it works, and then suppresses translation without affecting the stability of messenger RNA. This microRNA is the most widely found species at present. The third is binding inhibition. It has the following two modes of action. When complementary to the target gene, it directly targets the cleavage of messenger RNA. When it does not completely bind to the target gene, it plays a role in regulating gene expression. Thanks, David, for sharing your knowledge and expertise on microRNA. Thank you everyone for listening. We will continue our discussion on microRNA in the next program. See you next time.